0: Morning, morning, or welcome. Yes, I have grown a tash, I have got a nose ring and I am covered in tattoos. I am your barista for the day. Welcome to Espresso Short, Snappy Espresso Short podcast episodes. I've literally downloaded all the wisdom from all the founders and all the brands, like Good, Tills, Coconut Collaborative, Candy Kittens, Little Moons, Planet Organic, and I've distilled it into this micro short snappy wisdom to give you a mahusive edge on the day to kickstart your day. So look, without further ado, let's get cracking and enjoy this espresso shot. But the first kind of pathway I want to explore with you is there's a quote by Ernest Hemingway which is I kind of live by with a lot of my writing and even when I come up with the questions of podcasts. And it's the first draft of everything is shit. Right? I don't know if you've, if you've heard that. And the reason I love this is I think in today's society, everyone's so obsessed. It's the
1: kind of Shakespeare who allegedly wrote without <laughs> blotting a lie. Yeah. I, I don't know who on earth has the evidence for that, but there is the claim that he
0: basically just sat but down I th- and but I think what that quote allows you to do, and lots of comedians have that on, on their um, laptop there. The first draft of everything is shit. shit. And it basically what it means is that you've got to basically link this to alchemy. You've got to get a lot of gold and lead, to stumble across gold. So you need a lot of bad ideas to come up with good ideas. You need a lot of mistakes which will allow you to to open that side door. This is a
1: fundamental problem of the way we've designed the world around kind of rational argument, Yeah, which is if you can only benefit from things that you've argued for in advance that are pre-planned or pre-rationalised, okay, you end up with a very limited solution space because actually – even in science, okay, never mind things like comedy, art, painting, etc. Mm. Even in science, probably the greater part of progress is unintended. Okay, it's observational, or it's 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 what the Taleb call stochastic tinkering. The reason steam locomotives got... Sorry, sorry. Uh, Stochastic tinkering is is like, rather than planning the thing and saying, this is what a steam engine should look like, it's building a pretty good steam engine and then continually fiddling around with it to refine it, to make it better. Yes, yeah. So that, in other words, you're informed by practice rather than just theory. Mm, mm. And we're trying to create a world where the theory informs everything. Because we place such a high value on what you might call pre-reasoning. Now, I mean, from my field of advertising, quite a lot, not all, but quite a lot of the things that actually happened were not a case of someone planning something and arguing it through. They were a case of something happening accidentally. And, and this is an important and, someone having both the, the perceptual acuity to notice the significance of it and the confidence to actually use it. Okay. In other words,
0: the confidence to act on an accidental occurrence. Quick one guys, Espresso's got a brand new sponsor, Unleashed. Unleashed is inventory management software that talks directly to your finance and econ software. We use Unleashed daily at islands. I bloody love it. We've got our admin time in half, saving approximately 30k a year. Why use it? Save money, save headaches, save stress. Get granular clarity on your margins. Know where your stock is. Don't miss availability. Look, your favorite brands literally use Unleashed as their backbone. Candy kittens, Tiny Rebel, Trip, all use it religiously. Look, there's a link in the show notes. Please feel free to book a call with Josh and his wonderful sales team at Unleashed. They're amazing. Even nothing comes of it. And even better news, you'll get your first month free if you reference Hungary. Thank you. One of the greatest
1: brand assets, you can imagine, the Dulux dog. Now, you can post-rationalise why it's so great to have an old English sheepdog as a a character in a paintwork. It didn't happen like that at all. They were filming in a house which they'd rented, okay? Mm. The owner of the house they'd rented for filming the commercial owned an old English sheepdog, and it kind of escaped and wandered into the (laughs) shoot. And the director of the commercial said, basically the dog stays in the picture okay now um if you're not allowed to do that because essentially everything in life has to be pre-scripted by a kind of cabal of rationalist accountants and Mm. um uh you know then actually your potential creative solution space is about a tenth the size that it could be and you know i'm I'm going off on Saturday to be interviewed by Rick Rubin for his podcast. Mm. And, you know, he completely accepts the role of serendipity accident, um, deliberate imposed randomness, or in some cases, another, you know, another creative technique is the, what you might call the intermediate impossible. So you say, we've got to make money from an airline, but the one limitation is the planes aren't allowed to leave. So
0: what were just, sorry to, to interrupt. What are those three things? Well, All of them are what you might call
1: a case where you allow both fortune, serendipity, experience, and unintended consequences Mm. to inform the nature of your solution. Okay. In other words, you're not theory first, practice later. You accept that there's a constant feedback loop Mm. between doing and thinking. That's why, like, the first half of everything is shit. It's because because it allows for that serendipity. I mean, someone once said, which is not a bad criticism of socialism, socialism is uh, a political doctrine based on the mistaken belief that you can get things right first time. Mm. In other words, you have a theory of how the world should work, and uh, the theory appeals to you. So you go and then unquestioningly impose it on reality, you know. What the. For sure. What
0: I wanted to...
1: Um, Probably a better criticism uh,
0: of communism. Well. I want to like almost... Imagine we've... I think everyone in their early career is so... We're taught to go down this one route mm. where it's is, is, that, is, that, is, that, is that whole pre, pre-planning, pre pre-rationalising, pre-rationalising your life at 18, I think is nuts, right? Like, there's, like, we want to do this. Yeah, yeah but I have a friend who was the head of
1: policy for the Liberal
0: Democrats,
1: and he said one of the things that he thinks is undoubtedly true but politically unsayable is that it's actually pretty good for people to bum around at the beginning of their lives working out what they want to do, because they will find, therefore, what they end up doing for the next twenty years more rewarding and they'll be better at it. Okay. But he said the idea that actually some period of youth unemployment is desirable is just politically unsayable. It's probably right. Yeah. You know.
0: It's of uh, no, for sure. It's like it's it's is if someone I interviewed a guy called David Hyatt It's like just because you know the problems I mean you know the solution right Which I thought was brilliant Thank you so so much for listening It honestly means the world to me I hope you enjoyed your morning coffee And go and have an amazing day Let's be having ya yeah. If you want the fun episode It will be in the show notes A link will be in the show notes To the full episode Thank you so much Please leave friends as well It means the world to me